image. I wouldn't do that. I'd have a paper or some protection between the two. Even cellophane works. You know, a cellophane bag. I have a large cellophane bag, which very often I, I used to put that in that. You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm pretty well, Steve, yeah. You had a good week? I've had a very good week, yep, yep. Full of the joys of spring at the moment. It's a lovely <laughs> sunny day out down here in Broadstairs. How's things up in Bexley Heath? Yeah, they're great. They're good. Um, we had some uh, really nice feedback on the uh, video podcast we did. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. And uh, I didn't tell you I was going to do all those video effects, did I? I just said I just sent no. you the link and said, watch that. That's right. It was quite amazing. I mean, you, you, you've moved up a, a notch now in your editing, haven't you? I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of setting an example now, aren't I, of future broadcasts? I'm going to have to do that every well, time now. Well, we do more of them because if people do really like them, and they obviously do, um, why not do them? Yeah, yeah. It was good to use the studio for the first time as well, finally. It was. Yeah, very, very comfortable that was. Yeah. <laughs> very intimate, I found, you know, because it's, generally when we've, we've recorded things, although our little room here is quite intimate, the little studio I work in, and that's quite intimate. So I think it lends itself nicely to uh, podcasting, doesn't it, that yeah. environment? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it does. Um so we've touched upon uh, for the last few weeks different projects that are coming up and um, and things like that. We're also going to be um, putting some new products on our store, aren't we? Uh, hopefully mm, coming up. Mm, mm. Um, we look. We've been. Um, well, I say we. I, w- with your help, um, I've been meeting with our suppliers and talking about some really exciting new projects uh, and new products that we are able to offer uh, on our store. And um, you've been looking at, we were talking about um, colouring pencils last time, weren't we? That's right. And we're potentially yeah. looking well, at you know some my, my all time, Yeah, my all-time favourite colouring pencil was in the Albeck Jura. And for years and years and years, I, I mean, I don't use it a lot, but certainly when, you know, the grandchildren come round, I get my Albeck Jura out and I play with them. I've got other coloured pencils as well. But they, they always seem, they're very creamy. They're really nice to use. So we are going to be stocking those as a, in a product later on, you know, once we get more for the um, cartoon when they come through because they're mm. really good. Well, yeah, we should say that these, um, you're not branching out necessarily into doing coloured pencil work. It's, no, it's, no, I'm not. It's specifically uh, to go alongside the um, cartoon work. Mm. I tell you what, though, Steve, having said that, that's not to say that people couldn't do that if they really wanted to. If people find the pastel pencils or, you know, they can download the line drawings to the sketching paper, can't they, that we have for normal uh, pastel pencil. And um, they can try it with colour pencils. It won't work the same way. There's no way it can do that because you haven't got the... What you have with coloured pencils, you, you can't mix them as well. You know, you have to put them on as they are. Hmm. I mean, I know with the cartoons, you'll see when you get them, you'll see that I do mix to a certain extent, but you can't get that same <clears throat> depth that you can 
when you're using the pastel pencil. So I'm not going to switch away from them. They are they are the ultimate. Yeah, they're wonderful. And but the uh, uh, the cartoons. Hopefully, we we hope um, they'll be ready to go up in the next mm, couple of months. Mm. Uh, funny enough, Steve. Um, I've been looking at quite a lot of the cartoons on the on YouTube, and one of my favourite uh, cartoon artists is Christopher Hart. He's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I think he's a Canadian, actually. But anyway, he's really good, and uh, he he does uh, fantastic work. But there isn't a really that many others that do that kind of work, especially for teaching. You know, so. And nobody is going to do it quite the same way as we do. I think probably because I came from, I, I taught myself to do cartoons. Therefore, I wasn't following any rules. Hmm. So what I've got is a kind of raw uh, teaching system. But it works. It worked for me. And it's certainly going to work. When people see them, I think they'll see that it, there are advantages to the way I do it, as to the way other people do it. But there's... There's great interest in it. I mean, some of the views are enormous uh, that they, they get. So just a lot of interest in cartoon work. But we're doing it for another reason, as you know. Um, I think that once people learn how to freehand draw, which that will teach them to do, they'll find that very, very advantageous when it comes to their own uh, drawing of their own pictures later on. Mm, I can imagine. Yeah, so we uh, just wanted to um, mention that little update and uh, there'll be more on that when we're ready to uh, start selling and uh, also start showing you all the cartoons. Mm. It's going to be very exciting. Very exciting few months ahead of us. Mm. What with the other projects that we've got in Pastel Pencil. and uh, yeah, Stunning, stunning pictures. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's move on to your questions. Um, the first one comes from Julie. Hi, Colin. I was just wondering if I could use the Faber-Castell hard pastel as my white base while layering colours, as I just seem to be going through quite a few white pastel pencils. Mm. Uh, well, the answer to that really uh, is you could do, but I wouldn't. The reason I wouldn't is because although uh, the polychromas do work with pastel the pastel pencil, paper pastel pencil really well, mixed in with it, if you put it as a base, you're kind of taking away the rawness of the pastel. What I mean by that is the polychromous is smoother. Got me? So when you put a smooth base on and then you try to put the pastel pencil, which is a little chalkier, and on top of it, you kind of won't get the same reaction between the two products is it, is uh, it because polychromos is closer to the soft pastel absolutely. range so therefore mm. it's like putting pastel pencil mm. on top of soft pastel yes exactly exactly that if you were to use soft pastel as a base um that would in a way it would be better in one way that it would work better because the pastel would be um more receptive to the pastel pencil but what would happen with that is you'd move the pastel pastel soft pastel out of the way yeah the pastel pencil is the stronger of the two you see what i mean so you, you so there again you're not gonna you're not gonna win you're not gonna win doing it that way i'm afraid that the only way to do it is to use the pastel pencil as your base that's why i do it with all my backgrounds you'll see i put the pastel pencil on first the reason i do that is it provides a key then you can add polychromos on top of it you can add soft pastel on top of it 
and it works really well because it's got a key there. Mm. And that's the difference between the two or the three project products. Mm. It was a good question. Uh, I can it's a very see, good question. See a and I can under- it. Yeah, I can understand where they're coming from, Steve, as well. You know, I can understand why they say that. Gosh, it's a lot easier, and it is a lot easier, because if you think of putting a pastel uh, background on and on the largest picture, it's going to take a long time to do. Whereas yeah. if you use a, a soft pastel, it's going to be very quick to do it. Well, I remember you saying that Polpero Harbour, um, that <laughs> massive picture, it must be like oh, A1 gosh. size or something, that when yeah. you uh, did that, you know, you had to use a lot of white pastel pencil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you get through a lot. But I'm always surprised how little you actually do use. Because you think about other mediums, the paint mediums, if you're using tubes, not so much if you're using pans, but if you're using tubes, you, you go through watercolour like nobody's business. Really? And you go through oil and you go through acrylic like nobody's business because you can't, you can't put it back in the tube again, can you? <laughs> Where, you know, once it's squashed onto your palette, that's it. You've wasted it. Pastel pencil, there's no wastage. Even when you see me with um, putting uh, a good layer of pastel on and you see the dust, you see that dust on there, most of that dust, majority of the dust, rubs into the past, into the paper. Mm. You don't blow it away from it. Very, very little wastage with pastel pencil. Mm. Good. It was a good question, um, Julie. So thank you for that. Learn to draw and paint online by visiting colinbradleyart.co.uk. The next one comes from Jennifer. Hi, I am working on your lying puppy but have to keep stopping. My query is, what do I use to protect work in progress when putting it away or carrying it about? Right. Uh, now, that's a really good question. One of the problems we have, if you call it a problem, is that pastel doesn't dry off. So it's there vulnerable forever. And if it smudges, it can be a bit disconcerting if you spend a long time on a picture. It doesn't happen to me. Why didn't it happen to me, Colin? Well, I protect it. When I've got my... And when I mean working in a picture, it's usually on my desk and I don't put it away, in fairness. But if I did put it away, I would put a protective cover over the top of it. This is easy to do. If, let's say, for instance, you've got, you've got your, your A4 picture on a larger board, it's taped to it. I presume you would do that. I would. And then you want to put it away. Then I tape another A4 piece of cartridge paper would be ideal, just over the top of it, just... Stick it either end, and that will protect it. Cartridge paper have... wouldn't smudge it. No, 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 no. Well, it will if you put things on it, and you, and you, but you're not going to do that, or you, or you trod on it, or you, you rubbed it with your hand. You're not going to do things like that. I mean, that's a protective cover for anything that does actually um, touch, touch it, or would touch it, and that would be the ideal. Now, if you're going to put it away for a long period of time which I can't imagine anybody would do that. But if they did that, then the other thing you could do is to uh, protect it a bit better than that. Perhaps put uh, a mount across it. If you've got an old mount, you can put a mount across it. There's lots of ways you can do it, but what you've got to do is protect the surface. What if you're carrying it about? What if uh, you're travelling with it? Well, I used to put mine in... Uh, I used to have it on the board because exactly the same way as I would do. But then I would put uh, a, a protective cover over the whole thing. I would cover the whole board with a protective sheet of some kind. And it worked. It worked 
really well. You see, even if if the the cartridge or paper, whatever paper you've got over the top of it, touches the pastel, it's not going to move it. It's just going to touch it, surface touch it. And all you're likely to get is just a little bit of an imprint. But it won't smudge. I remember... um when you were traveling to exhibitions and, and things, you had a briefcase and you had mm. some in there, but you, you had mm. sort of a, um, a, a part of your brief, briefcase where you could slip things in and you slipped mm. it in there, didn't you? Because I'm mm. just thinking if you rested it and then there would be mm. things on top of it. But if you no, can I carry it around that. in a case where it can sort of slide mm. in mm. between, you know, two bits of material. That's, right. That's another thing I used to do as well is I get a second piece of hardboard and put that uh against the other paper you know i used to sandwich it you, yes yes not sandwich the i put the hardboard against the the raw pastel image i wouldn't do that i'd have a paper or some protection between the two even cellophane works you know a cellophane bag i had a large cellophane bag which very often i i used to put that in that but i used to put a bit of big in case in my case it happened to knock against something knocked against it but you're right it, there's always ways and means of doing it. Hmm. And I never, ever had a problem. I mean, I've travelled all over the country um, and I used to take my pictures with me and I never had a problem, never had a problem at all in smudging. Hmm. Okay. You've just got to be mindful of it, the fact that it is a, a, a smudgeable medium. Hmm. Okay, good question, Jennifer. Thank you. The next one is uh, from Sam. Are there any types of paper that can be used for pastel pencils to use as practice paper? Mm. Uh, oh, yes, any time. Any, any kind of paper can be used for, for that, as long as it's a lighter colour. Don't, don't go down the darker, dark road, because if you're practising, you want to make it look like it's going to look on your image. And if you're using the same colour paper, which we use, you've got to have a, a colour that's comparable to that. Yeah. But any paper would work. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In practice, it doesn't matter. You're just, you know, putting one colour onto another. Would it work? Mm. Uh, so it doesn't matter. No. Uh, but I, 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 if you ask me, though, Steve, what would I use? I'd use the ombre. Yeah. Well, I, it I, because, stands because, to reason, doesn't it? That's you use right. the paper that you're going to use. Why not? You know, it, that does seem a little bit, uh, you know. But you could even use cartridge paper. Wouldn't look quite the same, but you could. Pastel pencil will work on it. It just wouldn't work very well. Would the colours show up differently depending on the paper that you're using? Like uh, the tone. I mean, I understand if you're using a different coloured paper, the tones might look slightly different. Yeah, possibly. It's, it's possible if you have a, um, you know, a bias one way or the other. If you had a, you know, instead of our sort of more neutral sand, if you made it more gingery, for instance, same kind of tone but more gingery, hmm. then you'd have that kind of gingery bias and then you'd lose some of the advantage of doing a practice piece. Hmm. I've noticed uh, on the community that a lot of people are choosing to use, as well as the ongre, the pastel mat mm. paper. Mm. And what what I've noticed is that the the difference in texture on on the picture it, it looks a lot smoother. It looks almost pastel soft pastely. That. Why right. is that exactly? Oh, it's it's just the surface of the paper. I don't like that look at all. I've got a tell you straight away i don't like it i when i when i first started out um people used to do it in my classes they used to bring paper like that and they soon stopped using it 
because they, they felt that when they looked at my work, they thought, well, why does yours look real and mine look like a photograph or like smooth or unreal? Um, I mean, if you like that, Stephen, do it. I mean, I'm not dictating to people. I'm just saying what I do. And I mm. think it's always the way to do it. This is what I do, folks. If you like what I do, do what I do. If you want to try something different, do that too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Um, it, this is the great thing about the community site is that people are able to experiment and mm. show what mm. work they're doing on different mediums. And it's really interesting for us to see as well. Mm. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same with this uh, cartoon business. When we, I said you could use any sketching paper, you can. But some sketching papers are going to be slightly better than others, and you've just got to play with them. Mm. Uh, and find watercolour paper is exactly the same. Gosh, how many watercolour papers are there? Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds of different kinds. So which one do you choose? You've just got to, you know, you've just got to go through a few and see what works best for you. Well, as, uh, as part of the meeting that I went to this week... Um we uh well i took away some samples which you're going to be trialing out aren't you samples of sketching paper very high quality sketching paper absolutely i think this is the key again if you get the quality if you work on quality then you're going to uh, achieve a better result just like the, the pencils we've got the best colored pencil oh sorry we've got the best pastel pencil there is as far as i'm concerned we've got the best colored pencil uh, colouring pencil as far as I'm concerned and so you know you can only get the best if you get the best then you're going to get the results mm. try our free courses and sign up today visit colinbradleyart.co.uk okay so the next one comes from uh, Maggie um, she sent in uh, a picture of um, a Rottweiler she's doing and uh, she's sort of sent her work in progress. And she says, I still can't get the darkest bits as smooth as I would like. You can still see the lines on the paper. My second problem is with the background. What main colour should I use? As you can see from the reference photo, the background is a bit messy. The picture is a bit darker than it looks in the photo. So I think I will have to fix it before I send it to my niece, which may darken it more. I've really enjoyed your website, which I found by chance in January. I have always wanted to try doing portraits of dogs and horses, but I never knew how to work with colour. I'm not very good yet, but I'm having fun trying. Right. Well, the uh, first thing I will say to Maggie is that the Rottweiler she's done is is pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good attempt, I tell you, because she's working on black. Now, black is not my first choice of uh, subject, because it's one of the most difficult. But she's done a pretty good job of it. Now, let's deal with the problems. Lines showing on the paper. Well, that is because you haven't put enough pastel on. That's dead simple. The best way of doing this, though, is to put the colour, the the medium colour. If you're using black, for instance, you're going to be using, wanting to put a medium grey. Now, whether that's uh, a cool grey or a warm grey, depending on how you the photograph looks. If it's got a, a cool bias, then you'd use the cooler greys. If it's got a warmer bias, as I suggest, this probably has because it's got a lot of ochre in it, uh, then you're going to be looking at the warmer one. So you'd start with the, the mid-grey. Now, that colour has to be put on 
pretty solidly. What I mean by that is you don't press that hard because if you do, you're going to have a problem later on when you put the dark colours on. But you cover well. And that's not been done. I can see that on the picture. So it's the base colour that, that the, the wasn't applied to enough start, of. To start with. And then the second colour you use, you'd have to have an intermediary colour, such as 181 would be ideal. And so that would go on. And that would have to, again, have to be solid. By the time you get to the end of the 181, you've lost virtually all of the um, tooth of mm. the paper. In other words, the lines. Now, what you would do after that is you could put a little brown in it. You could put a little blue in it, again, depending on the dog. But I would suggest this would be brown. A little bit of brown, 177, for instance, you could put a little... You wouldn't have to put a lot on, just a little bit. Once that was on, then you could use your colour shaper and, or blend it with the paper blender, but the colour shapers are better. Lightly, I stress, that would push any remaining uh, colour that you, or lines that you've got into the paper. You wouldn't have any lines showing at all. Then the black goes on. Right. So what does she do in this situation where she's put the black on but she can still see the lines? Very, very simple. What she would do now is use a colour blender on top of what she's done now. Kind of shape use, use that colour blender, and then that would push that colour in, and then she'd put the black back on again. Because if you look at the nose on the Rottweiler, that's, that's very strong, much right. stronger than the colour. But the colour should be as strong as the nose. And, and if she does that, it will work. Okay. So, so that's the first thing she, she could do. She could get rid of the lines, and she would make it dark enough at the same time. So it's use the uh, colour shaper to to blend, to push more of the pastel in and then put more on top to just kind That's of right. smooth it yep. out. Yep. Okay. What about from the, the light From the lightness of the application here, she could put, she could blend what she's done. Then she could put a little 181 on and then black on. She could add a couple of colours. Because, okay. because the fact that I can see that she hasn't pressed hard if she'd if she'd pressed harder, that would have been stronger, but it's not. So she hasn't pressed hard. So therefore, she's got room for manoeuvre. Okay. What about the background then? What what um, background should she pick? By the way, well, this back- picture is on our website, so I'll include that uh, in the in the on the website, mm. either on the podcast page or uh, on the blog, so you can have a look. Yeah, great. Um, well, she would use. Um, a light to medium colour background. She can't have a dark one because she'd lose the dog altogether. So she would have a medium colour. I would put a, I put a grey on first. I would either use, uh, in this case, I probably two seventy, and that put that all over, all over, whole thing, rub the whole thing in. Then she could put the grey on with two seven three would probably be a good one here. Add a little bit of that into it, and that would darken it down to just about the right tone level. Once she's got that on, she could still leave some of the light showing through. It doesn't have to be solid. Don't put the 273 on solid like you've done with the 270. Vary it a bit. And then she could then put some of the ochre in that's in the animal. Put a little bit of that and rub that in. Make it more interesting. Mm. Certainly what I would do on the corners or the edges, I would make it just a little bit darker. So you have a, uh, a framework for the animal. And that would look right. really nice. Quite a simple um, 
sort of colour structure then? Oh, that's dead simple. Keep it simple to start with. When you're starting out, it's always I always advise people to to do something that's simple. Don't try to be too complicated too quickly. I know you see me do it, but I've done a lot of uh, work on it and a lot of experience. Hmm. Keep it simple. As far as fixing, because that was the other thing, um, Maggie probably wouldn't have, if she's only just joined us, she wouldn't have probably heard me talk about fixing in the past, but I go through it again. I don't like fixing my pictures simply because, as Maggie said, it would darken it. It darkens it more. But worse than that, it, it makes the picture look hard. Now, what I mean by that is all the softness you put in with all the pastel pencil tends to sort of um, tighten up all the little molecules, all the little tiny little bits of pastel seem to tighten up. And you're likely to, I've got to say, to have some of the paper coming through again because what happens is the pastel shrinks ever so slightly. It shrinks. Right. And you get a hardness. It like curls up in balls. And you can imagine, I know this is silly imagination, but it, this is how I imagine it. All the little tiny bits of pastel, you know, that's on, on your picture, all shrink and all turn up in balls. What have you done to me? And that's the kind of effect that you actually get. It deadens the picture. So I wouldn't fix it. If you did fix it, would have to be done, you know, uh, on top of it. You'd have to go over the top of it to loosen all those little balls off again. If she was uh, choosing to fix it because she was transporting it, um, could she, going back to what you said before, earlier on in the episode, could she sandwich it with a piece of cartridge paper over it and two pieces of hardboard and that exactly. and send that in the post? Exactly. I did this recently, uh, well, six months ago or so. I sent one to America from the UK, exactly that way. I never fix it. I, I mounted it. That's a good idea to, to mount it because you push the, if you double mount your picture, you can push it away from the, um, the paper on top. And then I put um, uh, paper on top of that, then sheet of hardboard. I sandwiched it between two sheets of hardboard. And that was enough. Oh, it, it got there okay. And they've got it hanging on their wall. Brilliant. Okay, good. Okay, well, um, that ends the questions portion of the show. If you've got a question for the podcast, please email them. Um, go to the website and go to the contact page uh, on colinbradleyart.co.uk and then uh, get in touch with us through the details on there. Okay, um, we put a new project out last week, um, which was the third in, our, in the month. We had a, a special month. It was sort of an Easter treat, but it wasn't quite uh, an Easter bunny, but it was close. <laughs> no, it was, yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, it went down really well. Easter hair. The Easter I love that one. I, I love that picture. I love the eyes on that. That was fantastic. A lot of people have actually uh, commented on the eyes and said how, how good they yeah, look. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've got some treats in store for them because... I've just finished in, once I finished the cartoons last week, as you know, I, I, I spent a long time on them. I wanted to get back into pastel pencils. I, I was itching to do that. And uh, over the weekend, I did another picture of, I won't tell you what it is, everybody what it is, but you know what it is, see if you store it. And by another, another set of big guys. Yeah. But that was, yeah. That was a lovely picture. They really, it's, um, 
we're sort of branch well, you're branching out now onto different different kinds of subjects mm. uh, subjects you've never done before never tackled before i'm doing one right now Stephen. uh it again uh, you know, we, talk, we talked about colour, and we've talked about colour recently. I wanted to put more colour into my pictures. By golly, this one has got colour. I think it's going to end up with something in the region of 30 pastel pencils, I think. <laughs> that could be a record. I, uh, it, I think it probably might be, yeah. Um, it's a, another portrait, but it's going to be an absolute humdinger. I'm about halfway through it at the moment. Brilliant. Okay, good. Um, well, we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, as always, um, keep posted on our, our blog and uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Colin1940. We'll have some more projects for you this month. And uh, I think we'll leave it there. So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your, your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk.